yeah, so um, I was telling you that I woke up at 4, 17 a.m. <laughs> and I wrote down. So we set out to find out, do you remember doing the sketch room project? Yeah, I think that question is a funny series because I feel like, one, when you work at the Sketchbook Project, your entire life is that because you spend eight hours a day figuring out, like, how do we continue this collection? When do we stop it? How do we preserve it? How do we keep interacting with it? Um, And then specifically, you and Sarah have been like this has been your life for 15 years and so it's kind of funny to be so consumed in this collection and then ask someone and they're like oh yeah that thing i did when i was 16 i guess i kind of remember it yeah um i'm abby happel and i live in north carolina and i am 20 years old now but when i did this sketchbook um i was 16. abby thank you so much for joining us for this podcast um we're super excited to talk to you about it i think it's interesting the age that you did the project so i'm really curious if you want to tell us um what you remember you did in your sketchbook yeah um i'm really excited to talk to y'all about it today because it obviously was uh something i was very close to my heart and it was cool to hear from y'all um but What I remember from my sketchbook was uh, it was back when I was in high school and I decided to just kind of like join this project and, you know, like express my creative mind. And I was just kind of very interested at the time of like just like exploring what my art could be. And I chose the theme of diary. And so I just kind of every day like would kind of like almost express my thoughts, but only in drawings. I guess some of the pages do have words on it, but um, very minimally. And so I think uh, just flipping through the sketchbook, you can kind of see like different subjects or ideas I was thinking about, Um, but also just different styles I was exploring. Um, It was definitely documenting my beginnings as an artist. um, And it's really cool to look back at it now and just kind of see my creative mind trying to express itself um before it really knew how to completely do that almost it's kind of like um showing how i was applying my creativity before i've really grown as an artist yeah and that that's really interesting because it's something we talk about a lot which is you know this is a moment in time for you uh but for us you know this project has been going on for 15 plus years so it's it's kind of cool to think about this time capsule that you left there. So I'm curious if you, um, if you've thought about your project in the past, what have we said? It's been about four years. So have you thought about it during that time? What do you, what do you look back on now? Are you embarrassed by it or do you think it's like a learning experience? Um, I definitely think that um, I, appreciate it for the time that I did it um there were times where I would like look back at it and almost like want to send another one because I was like oh no like I've I've come like so far since then um which I definitely would send another one um but not for those reasons um I think it is almost like a time capsule like you said like I think it's so cool that like 
that moment in time of my life um, when I was still finding myself as an artist is still out there. And um, I could uh, do that again. And like, it's almost like a checkpoint, um, you know? And so I think it's definitely something I've thought about like here and there, because for me, um, like I said, it really did kind of like give me some of my first opportunities as an artist. And um, it has just been something that um, has always just given me some type of confidence um, or feel like I had a small little place in this world as an artist because I, I was someone who didn't put myself out there a lot. So I do just appreciate um, what it did for me in, a, in the time and what it still is doing for me. So, Well, you told us uh, when we talked to you in the beginning that you grew up in a town that really didn't have um, an art community or like support in your creativity. So what was like your experience when you wanted to explore your creativity when you were in high school? Oh yeah. So I think, um, just, yeah, me not really being in a place where, um, like, I guess the education program supported, um, artists like me as much. Um, it, it brought me just a lot of curiosity because I didn't know what was out there and what it meant, um, to want to explore art, um, at that level, but then also just like for my future. Um, so I think like me just kind of searching around during that time, that's kind of how I found the SketchUp sketchbook project. And I think it was my first experience um, being able to kind of join a community of artists, which is really um, unique for me. Um, and I talked about uh, my experience just visiting there my first time after I had sent my sketchbook and seeing like all these different sketchbooks and flipping through them and being able to see all these different artists from all over the world and the country and to see their own styles and niches. And it's kind of like, it showed me that there are people like me out there and that I could also find my niche. So um, I definitely think this experience is very impactful for me in that way, because it's not something I could experience um, in my hometown. So, yeah, you you've you visited the library um, and you got to look at all these other books. How long after you did your sketchbook did you visit it? Um, we had actually planned to go to New York um, that winter. So it, I think like I submitted it around the fall of 2016 and then we ended up going um in december of 2016 so it was shortly after um i was i was still um very young but i was still also very excited about my work and just to see it and it was still a very fresh idea to me at the time so i think it was a good time to visit it um and i i know the project was still um very new and it was kind of cool to see like where it was going at the time yeah well it's it's interesting to um to have seen your book you know right when you did it do you feel like the experience would be different now i mean have you because you haven't seen your book then in the four years yeah um i i definitely think that it would it would feel um, very like almost like nostalgic because um, I feel like my mind has not wandered in that way in a while. I feel like um, now I almost know where to apply my creative thoughts. And I do let myself like um, 
you know, wander sometimes, but I feel like a lot of the times now I just know what I want to do with my art and I usually, um, apply it when I want to, but I think back then it was just, um, you could see more of my curiosity in my work. Um, and that's not something I get to do as much anymore, but, yeah. and I also just think I haven't like held the physical sketchbook on my hand in forever too. So I think, um, just seeing my tiny little pen strokes or whatever would probably be crazy to me. Cause I was like, I, there's just like kind of artworks I've always had just hanging around my room or whatever, but I haven't seen my own sketchbook in so long. So, yeah. Well, what's that? Well, I have, I have two questions. I, I do want to hear more about your practice now, but I think cause you sort of just said this, I'm curious, what is that? What is that like that this piece of you is out there? Um, cause I know, I think we've talked about before in our previous conversations that you, um, you know, maybe you thought about it the first year or two, you used the digital library as a resource. Uh, it was a part of your process getting into college, but then there was probably like a, a year or two where it wasn't, you know, top of mind and which is obvious. And then we reached out to you. So what was that? Is that? Is that weird? I mean, because again, we're trying to connect this idea that like I'm, I'm such a big part of this project. It's entire. It's my entire life. So your book, you know, which you gracefully sent back to me and and lives in in this collection is part of this like bigger story of my sort of adult existence. So I I'm just always so intrigued by your view of it. So. So when you hear back from us, like recently, what what is what kind of vibe does that does that bring up on you? Um, I definitely think that um, you almost like made the experience for me come full circle because I I do think like it was kind of reaching a point of um, it was something that that helped me in the beginnings as an artist, but that was its purpose, but. Now it's almost like serving a different purpose, now giving me the opportunity to kind of reflect on it. Um, I think now it's kind of um, appreciating my improvement and almost like acknowledging it. And now it almost marks a certain time where I can see this improvement. Um, so I definitely think now it, it does serve like a little bit different of a purpose. And I think you contacting me at this t- time in my life um, actually was so coincidental because I feel like now is when I just started seeing a lot of my improvement too. So it is crazy how everything just kind of came full circle and that's kind of what it means to me now. Yeah. Well, we really love to hear that and um, really have loved talking to you over the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm really curious about your, what you're doing now to be creative. I know you're, you're in school. Uh, You've definitely have changed your, direction and sort of your creativity um i know you mentioned something about how you keep two different journals so do you want to tell us a little bit about your work now yeah so um as an architecture student uh third year at nc state i definitely still use um my artistic talent and creativity um almost daily um but i would definitely say it's in a much different way like I still have my sketchbooks and I still am doing technical drawings and draft things for my um, my buildings that I'm designing. But I think 
that's only letting my mind uh, creatively express itself in one way. And it's kind of just like I said before, like the way that I have chosen to apply it and found to apply it. Um, but there still are some times where I kind of want to just release and let my mind do what it wants. So I definitely think I almost keep like my artistic um, side in life like a little bit separate from the life that I've created for my education and my design type brain. So I think um, now I kind of almost have two different sketchbooks, two different sets of uh, supplies almost like where it's like, oh, and I want to relax and just um, just do whatever art I want. Sometimes I can take out my color pencils and my other sketchbook and draw whatever I want, whether um, that's like just something I see in my apartment or even sometimes that is some type of architecture I just want to mimic but not design for once. Um, whatever that is, it's just kind of like um, still a part of my life, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's super interesting. We're excited to see where your creative world takes you. And we really appreciate you taking time to talk to us and being a part of the project. And um, I hope that you'll keep in touch. Yeah, it was um, a pleasure speaking to y'all. And thank you so much for reaching out to me. Um, and I'm so happy to help you um, start your podcast. It's really exciting. Yeah, thanks for being uh, interview number one. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. Next up, Autumn interviews Kara Kelly, an artist from Atlanta, Georgia, about her sketchbook, which is a love letter to her mom. Stick around. Awesome. My name is Kara and I live in Atlanta, Georgia with my husband, Eddie, and our one-year-old named Wynn. Um, I did the sketchbook project in 2017. So it's been about four years. I think I submitted it. Yeah, about four years ago. Well, thank you so much, Kara, for joining us today and talking about your sketchbook. Um, I'm really excited to hear about your process. But first, do you want to let us know how you started the sketchbook project? Where did you hear about it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was up in Brooklyn visiting some friends, and some of them knew that I was going to love the sketchbook project. So they took me to the, the spot in Brooklyn, and we spent the day there. Um, so it was kind of just magic from the beginning. So... I guess a shout out to Janae and Hogan for taking me, my Brooklyn friends. <laughs> awesome. What was that experience like um, being at the Brooklyn Art Library? What were some of your favorite books that you saw there? Um, let's see. I think the, my favorite books were definitely more of like the personal variety that gave you a little bit of a snapshot into someone's life. Um, I was hooked from the very beginning. I definitely, I love art therapy of all kinds and felt like there was definitely an element of art therapy here. Um, and then there was like the variable reward of you didn't know what was beyond the next corner, what was inside of the next book. Um, and it just felt like a, like you could privately explore another person's life. And I don't know if it's, it was a little <laughs> like you're looking in on another human and their, their deep thoughts. So um, it was, it was really impactful for me. I knew that first day that we were there that I wanted to use it and, um, create a sketchbook of my own. And I knew that I wanted to use it to process some grief. 
I love that you said that your favorite ones were kind of that snapshot of someone else's life because similarly, your book um, was a personal diary and, and what I like to think of as a love letter to your mother who passed. So do you mind kind of talking about um, the process behind your book and what you were going through when you began it? Yeah, I, I really appreciate that summary. Um, it really was a love letter to her. I I challenged myself. I, I really just let myself believe that she was going to read it. Um, and like she, you know, I do feel like she checks in on me from time to time, but this was almost like the minutes. <laughs> like, here's a summary, a packaged recap of, of everything and everyone that she's missed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she cared really deeply for people. She was really intuitive about people. She would always follow up on the people in my life on the phone, even if she'd never met them. Um, and I think that she got to know people through the people that they had in their circle that they chose to love. So I think this sketchbook, I wanted to let her all the way in, almost like a continuation of those conversations that we used to have. Um, and then a big piece of it was just, so there's an element of like just saying that I'm okay. Um, that was a big catharsis of this project. Um, my mom had cancer for a few years, so I got to see a little bit of that worry for me and especially my brother who was younger. So I think that that was like a huge part of this um, sketchbook project for me was just like the ability to tell her, you know, like this is who we are now. We turned out okay. Um, and I know she'd be really proud of who we become. I love that so much. And that's kind of um, what stayed with me too, was that kind of messaging of, I'm great. My brother's great. Dad's great. Um, and here's kind of our journey from the last time we got to speak to you. For you, you spoke about it being kind of a process of grief, but it also was a process of reflection of your personal relationships as well, not just kind of telling your mom how you're doing and who are these people in your life, but you kind of working through that as well. So how was it to reflect on those moments during the process of creating the book since you were kind of looking back when you were making the book? And then how has it been to reflect on the book three years after that, after submitting it to the collection? Great question. Um, I think I think 10 years out, especially 2017 was just a really great year. Um, personally, aside from dealing with all the grief, it just things kind of hit a stride. I mean, I was in love and my social life was beautiful and I was able to travel and explore new places. And um, so it was one of those times that I really wanted to share my life with my mom. And um, I think that 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 part really is meaningful too, because I was going through all of the wonderful things that I was grateful for in my life, all of these wonderful relationships that have shaped me and being able to both be grateful for them, but also grieve and, and miss the, the one person that I wanted to, you know, tell and share that with. Um, so I think, I think it's interesting because it was around the 10 year anniversary of my mom passing. So that was pretty heavy on my heart at, of just like, what did she miss in a whole decade? Like, am I someone that she would even recognize? Is this like something that she could have anticipated or, or foreseen? Or like when she was dreaming of what what me and my brother would become, is, is this kind of it? Um, and who we would be together. Um, but it 
right now reflecting on it, it feels a little bit like a time capsule of a different me. Um, and I'm happy with it from three years ago. It definitely feels true to that time. Um, in the last three years, like I mentioned, we had a kid, um, my brother got married, so I have a new sister. Um, so it feels incomplete now, but I'm still happy with it, with it as a time capsule from three years ago. I love all those exciting changes. Congratulations on your baby and your new sister. That's amazing. I'm sure your mom you. is also thrilled looking at you guys. Um, can you speak more about kind of, since you did share such a personal story, um, in our last conversation, we spoke kind of about that duality of an art practice where um, sometimes it's such a personal therapeutic practice. Um, and then there's that conflict of wanting to share that piece of yourself <laughs> with the world. Do you want to speak more about kind of what that process looked like for you? And do you have any advice for anyone who wants to put out that work but has those similar personal reservations? Yes, definitely. Um, so I I'm a pretty private person, but have that conflict of wanting to be deeply known. I want, you know, people to listen to what I have to say and see what I have to create. Um, but I also really want to make the people around me feel comfortable. And I think there's a, a bit of insecurities like, will they understand this? Will they reject me? Will they feel uncomfortable and they not know how to react? Um, but for me, through this project, I think it was just... Uh, a good practice in actually releasing something into the wild. I probably could have sat on the sketchbook and edited it and been working on it for years and years and never really been fully happy with it. Uh, but having the deadline added a sense of finality and it really just did help me process things through almost on a timeline. And that was helpful for me. Um, but I, I think that like as things get more and more digital and, and things online feel more and more perfect because I feel like the artistic platforms are monetizing perfection. I think, I think it's important to release things that are unfinished and vulnerable to kind of create that human connection and, and remind people that maybe you don't even know, people that are just seeing your art, that we're all in this together, if that's not too cheesy. <laughs> no, I love that so much. I really do. How often do you think about your participation in the Sketchwork project since it's something that was such a specific time period in your life and then you obviously sent back your book and then you moved on and had all these beautiful changes um, that occurred afterwards. Do you think about your participation a lot? Um, is it something that you kind of weren't even thinking about until we reach out to you? I'm curious to hear. Um, I definitely hadn't thought of it in a while when you guys reached out. I, I think about it when I get the emails that it's been viewed. I definitely still <laughs> look at those. Um, it's it's always, you know, a little bit of a fascination because when I sent it in, I, I saw the stacks and stacks of sketchbooks. And I think I wanted to be hidden in plain sight with this, with something that's kind of intimate. Um, I thought it was a little bit of a romantic idea of just being folded into the mass of sketchbooks. Um, so there's a little bit of the thrill of being checked out, but not really expecting it to. Because, you know, why me? Why this one sketchbook out of thousands? Um, so whenever someone did, um, I kind of thought that it would be between like 
2017 me and that person then and not really something that I was a part of anymore. But getting the emails kind of brought it back into my like current day. Um, And so I definitely reflect on it whenever I get the emails. And every once in a while, I'll have someone reach out that uh, saw the the sketchbook, which is weird, but also wonderful. Um, I definitely didn't expect to be talking to you about the sketchbook. Um, (laughs) But it's been a happy surprise for this project to be a lot more relational than the one-sidedness that I had expected. And we're definitely excited to hear kind of more about the story that lives in the sketchbook as well. I mean, it, it's definitely an amazing opportunity to hear kind of what that process was when you were creating the book and getting to know you and a little bit more about your family, since that is such an intimate bond that I I can speak for the readers that look at the work is just it kind of what you're saying in the sense of like that human connection there's a sense of gratitude that I personally feel when I get to come across a book like yours so thank you for that for sharing your story yeah yeah thanks thanks for expressing that I I mean I there was a part of it that just wanted to release it and have the thrill of like maybe someone would see it (laughs) and there's all these private thoughts but I did I did have a hope that it would inspire someone to be grateful for the relationships they have or to call their mom or make them feel less alone if they had a similar experience. So I I really appreciate that. And then, so my final question for you is, what does your creative process look like today? Do you still keep a sketchbook? Do you still kind of create a similar way you were when you were making your sketchbook for the sketchbook project? No, but I feel inspired to pick it back up. I honestly don't currently keep a sketchbook. Um, but I've been shooting a lot of film. So there is an element of photos. I think they were just digital photos that I'd printed out um, for the sketchbook. But I think I might start making some collage art out of um, film photography. So maybe something in a similar style. I love that so much. You're definitely gonna have to send it to us so we can see it when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was so fun to talk to you and I can't wait to see more of your work going forward. Yeah, thank you, Autumn. So that's it for episode number one of the Sketchy Leader podcast by Brooklyn Art Library. Uh, We are so thankful to Abby and Kara for being a part of this episode Uh, You can find out more about them and links to their work uh, on our website, brooklynartlibrary.org slash podcast. Uh, You can also make a donation to help uh, this and other programs like this to keep going, or you can get your own sketchbook and submit it to the world, and we'd love to hear your story. Uh, We're going to close out this week uh, with sort of an extended version uh, of our interview with Kara. After we ended, we kept talking, and and it was kind of a sweet moment and, and we hope you enjoy. Uh, we'll see you next time. I know, Adam, I think it's, I'm curious, because uh, Kara, when we started talking about this podcast, like you were the book that Autumn was like, oh, I have a book that we should talk about. And I think I'm really curious on what is that? I feel like we're getting real emotional here, but I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I'm I, I'm really curious because this is like the point of I think a lot of our conversations is 
this moment of like, so there's this girl, Autumn, that you don't know who who works on the sketchbook project, who looked at your <laughs> book, who remembered it two years later to bring it up to this. And and I guess I'm just curious on on sort of that. Is that like what what is what does that feel like? I don't know. <laughs> um it I mean, going back to the art therapy and, and translating pain into art, it's it kind of gives that art validation. And obviously it's not a, a thing of, you know, the pain was worth it to create a, an art project. Um, but it's so it's nice to have a little bit of validation to some of the the ways that you make lemonade with, you know, the stuff the human condition, the stuff that you, we have to go through as humans um, and the pain that we share is just like, it's so nice to have someone else say, you know, this is, this is meaningful to me. Um, we're all on this ride together. Uh, I see your pain. Um, and I think that you created something beautiful out of it. I, I like, it was very meaningful to me to have her reach out. Um, I'm sure that uh, she was autumn. You're part of the, um, I think my book was featured at some point. So I think that some of the people that had checked it out had seen it somehow promoted. Um, so I think it's, it's a little bit more exposed than I expected to be when I sent it in, but it's been just a really positive experience. And, and I've actually, you know, talked to other people that have come to the sketchbook project and visited and, um, either had similar feelings about loss or, um, were inspired to, you know, call their mom, which like, that's another great thing. Call your mom. Uh, so I, I, I'm flattered. I think it's, I think it's wonderful to connect with people over art like this. Well, we're, we're super grateful for you entrusting us with this and, <laughs> and um, we're glad that we can give it a place to exist and hopefully help you to, you know, send those emotions out into the world like you had said. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank well, you. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> no, um, thank you so much, Kara. It again, I'll just say forever, but it means a lot to be able to talk to you about your book, especially because it did make such an impact on me. Um, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is such a like awkward one sided podcast, but do you want to be friends? <laughs> yes. I'd love to. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Another oh, connection. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what this podcast is making autumn friends. That's what we're. <laughs> that's pretty much. We did it. <laughs> yes. We didn't want to tell you, Kara, but Steve was like, Autumn, you really need to get some friends. <laughs> I love that. A lot of people in the Hudson Valley. <laughs> Hey, All well, right. thanks so much for chatting with us and, and hopefully yeah, we'll connect you. soon. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.